This is IA Forward, your playbook for success as an independent insurance agent. Here to help you knock it out of the ballpark are your hosts, Shane Tatum and Tanya Lee. Welcome to IA Forward and welcome to hurricane season in the Atlantic. I hate hurricane season. It's just not my favorite. Mine either. Growing up in Louisiana, then going to college down the Gulf Coast in Mississippi, and now living right across from the water down here in Florida. Hurricane season's a big thing for us, right? I think it just tells us that we're kind of a sick and twisted people. We still get drawn to the coast. You went from Louisiana to Florida. You went closer to the hurricanes in a way. There is a house here for sale that I fell in love with two years ago. It's in a fourplex. And so two years ago, there was one of them that was for sale. And then now there's another one for sale. And I just love this house. And I pass by it every single day with the big for sale sign in front of it. And the cute boy is just like, Tanya, it is going to fall in the water. Like if this house gets hit, we're going to be in the water. And I'm like, yeah, but that's what insurance is for. And then he growls at me. I think it's a fair growl, your perspective of that. Well, that's what the insurance is for. I mean, I think that is most consumers' perspective. Yes, you're joking in a way, but then in a way you're not because, well, I want to live there. And if someone will insure it, then okay. The thing that we've talked about before that drives me crazy is this whole idea of I can afford a $5 million home on the coast. And I know that's probably not what we're talking about here, but yeah, I do work for you. Like, you know how much money I make, right? (laughs) I know where the budget and the compensation table falls. And so um, I have a little inside information, but we've talked about the craziness of the guy buying the $5 million home and then complaining that the insurance is too high. That is a little crazy, but it's this thing that those that are from the coast, it's home. And, you know, I know for years it's like allergy season in East Texas and the common response from like our vet with our pets, our dogs through the years. The vet's always like, well, you can move or you can pay for this medicine. And that's going to possibly hurt him long term, right? Because there could be some fallout problems from that 10 years down the road or whatever. And so it's always funny to me that the first response is, well, you could move. And so, you know, a lot of folks outside of the Gulf Coast or the South Atlantic side of the U.S., I'm sure they just want to tell us you could move. But there's something romantic about the coast. There's something about home. Tens of millions of people, we're just not going to move them a thousand miles inland. That's not going to work. Well, a thousand miles inland, now we're dealing with Tornado Alley. Right. So we all got our problems. I saw a video produced by Travelers Insurance, and it was around HOMA. The video was about this effort that Travelers made to rebuild homes in HOMA, Louisiana. And what was also really cool is they did some interviews and some profiles of these individuals in and around HOMA. And HOMA is a a coastal community, very, very south Louisiana, very, very coastal, that has been impacted by hurricanes in the last few years. And when you watch this video and you listen to these individuals talk about home, this one individual was the third generation to live in this home. The ability to have that home rebuilt and not have to abandon it it meant the world to this lady. It was very eye-opening to me of why the answer is to just not leave. The answer is we have to deal with this in some other way. So let's start with the phone call that most any agent gets. There's 
somewhere near the coast. A storm has formed. It is headed their way. It is going to hit in the next 24 to 48 hours. So our insured picks up the phone and calls us and says, hey, I need to add flood insurance to my home policy. It's a wonderful, wonderful phone call to receive. It comes back to lack of consumer knowledge. That's something that we have to do better at. We have to be better at educating the reality of flood insurance. You can't just buying flood insurance today. It kind of makes me think about the ignorance that goes around this. And, and I mean that not in a negative term. I am ignorant about a lot of things. I have ignorance about how to perform brain surgery. You're this, not going to do the Jeff Foxworthy thing where you open up somebody's head and root around it there with a screwdriver? That would be good, right? If it was that simple, then that would be okay. Opinions on social media make it worse because opinions aren't facts. They're opinions. And I think what happens is we get a lot of ignorance around things that really need to be educated on. As a young agent, way back, I remember one of the most comical phone calls I ever got, which was around auto insurance. And this uh, individual called me and I kid you not, this was a real phone call. I wish I would have recorded it because it would have been worth a gazillion dollars. Hey, Shane, I had an accident yesterday, ran off the road in the ditch. It didn't do a lot of damage, did a little bit of damage, but I need to get some insurance. I said, okay, what do you mean? You need to get some, you need, well, I need you to quote some insurance for me because I had an accident. So I need some insurance to pay for the damage on my car. And I said, okay, well, do you have insurance right now? Um, no. I think it canceled like a month ago. I said, oh, okay, okay. I said, do you understand it's not how insurance works? You don't get to buy insurance after the claim is happening to pay for that claim. Really? Well, why not? That sounds dumb. I thought that's what insurance was. Literally was like, are you serious? Like, does this person really live, exist on the earth? And the reality of it is, is that that person exists all over the world. And that's my point about ignorance is, they're just uneducated to the process. They're uneducated about what this means. And I think that's our issue with flood insurance. And that is my biggest concern about hurricane season. What do you think is the number one thing that we can do as insurance agents here at the beginning of hurricane season to best serve our clients? We love the plain language movement. Educating, be vibrant on social media, do it in a plain spoken way, make it understandable, approaching it from education is fantastic because you're doing a couple of things with that. Number one, you're putting your brand out there. You're promoting that you can be a solution provider, but you're also doing it in an educating way and it's going to stir things up. And I don't think that's fear selling or selling on fear. I think if you do it in a really, really good way and you do it in layman's terms where people can understand it, that it's a great opportunity. We've talked about leading with umbrella. We've talked about how we can generate an opportunity Well, leading with flood and becoming an expert on flood, especially for those on the Gulf Coast or on the East Coast, all of these are really, really good ideas that you become a flood insurance expert or have a flood insurance expert on staff so that you can truly educate people and help them get ahead of this curve because there's still time. 
It's very interesting to me that of all the months that could be National Insurance Awareness Month, June is that month. And National Insurance Awareness Day is June 28th. And so this may be a great time for you to start hopping on during Insurance Awareness Month with those little short 30 second, 45 second, 60 second videos and saying, hey, it's Insurance Awareness Month. Did you, Were you aware that it takes 30 days for a flood policy to go into effect. It's hurricane season, folks. It's time to do this now. So I think that June being set up in that way is just prime for you to hop in on social. Doing it in an educating way is just something that makes sense. Please don't do a 10-minute video and read the policy or start regurgitating a bunch of technical terms. Something yeah, minute, short. 45 seconds, yeah. people will watch it. If it's more than that, they're not going to watch it. In the magic mark like under two minutes like just make sure you keep it under two minutes the shorter the for better. me it's 90 seconds yeah I actually look at how long a video is I'm a YouTube junkie and I will look at the video and if the video is over a certain length I just keep going just I'm the same way I'm not I'm the same way absolutely get in plain language get in layman's terms get down under 90 seconds and just educate and then hit them again tomorrow and again the next day and keep going I just think there's such such a huge opportunity when we look at our books of business, when we look at our opportunities in the marketplace and being able to either lead with flood insurance or lead with some mechanism like that and do that in a timely way. It's just good business. So education is important and doing that via social is the fastest, quickest way to get out there. But what can we do to sell more premium? What can we do to make more money specifically here at the beginning of hurricane season? It's being that vocal agent in the marketplace. It's putting yourself out there. It's running the risk that someone's going to look at you and go, oh, that was a stupid video and not caring. It's a cross-sell opportunity. So anytime, especially with your current customers, it's making you more money because it's making you have a stickier client base because we're adding policies especially if we already write the home, especially if we already have this individual as a client, we're increasing our policy per customer. That's making us stickier. That's creating this longevity cycle. It's creating more of the risk manager piece. So I'm not a big advocate of let's sell some policies this week to make us some money next month. Although that will happen. But I'm thinking about this as we should be doing this every year. We should be doing different things every year. We should be doing RV and boat stuff. If we're in that business, if we're going to write that type of account, we need to be promoting that in February and through into this early spring. This is no different. There are seasons. There is a wedding season. Advertising wedding insurance during wedding season or leading up to it is a really good idea. I mean, so using these things that are so consumer facing to help promote our business and promote our brand as experts in that field, I think is how you are going to generate revenue and make the cash register ring. I think so many of us as agents make the assumption that people know what flood insurance really is and they don't. 
They really don't. I'm telling you, your clients have absolutely no idea why they need flood insurance. Because when they bought their house, they probably had some survey done that told them whether or not they were in the floodplain. And they had to buy flood insurance if they were in the floodplain. And if they weren't, they didn't. And that's all your clients know about it. My parents were here two weeks ago and I made a comment about flood insurance and I even forget how it came up. But dad's like, yeah, well, they told us if our house ever flooded that the whole entire part of Northeast Louisiana would be underwater. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not why you need flood insurance. You know, he was like, well, that's not what my agent told me. And I'm like, well, has your agent really ever said anything to you about flood insurance? And he said, well, no. And I'm like, well, this is why you need an independent agent and not State Farm. But we won't go there today. But my father is a very well-educated, well-traveled, extremely intelligent human being and had absolutely no idea that he needed flood insurance. The most intelligent of our consumers only think that the insurance they are buying is the insurance that they're being mandated to buy. And that is the exact messaging that we have to change. The perspective that we have to change is one of those lifetime pieces of work for all independent agents should be about changing the perspective from the consumer only thinking about the things that are being mandated to them. Well, my mortgage company is requiring me to cover my home to take out homeowner's insurance. Well, is that the only reason you're taking out homeowner's insurance is because your mortgage company is forcing that because they're asking for a binder for you to close? Because if that's where the consumer is, we have to do more education. We have to help them understand. Well, are you saying that if you purchase this half a million dollar asset that you would not insure it? Are you saying that you would bypass that? Because we've allowed other pieces of different industries to control that narrative. That's the work we have to do. If flood insurance was renamed water insurance, would we be able to sell it better? Maybe. It would be better, easier to sell is mud cleanup insurance because there's going to be all this mud inside your house if you have a flood or rising water insurance, maybe. I don't know. It's a great question. It is back to the plain language and we allowed these things to be termed by attorneys writing contracts. Casualty. You are a property and casualty insurance. What does that mean to a non-insurance person? Absolutely nothing. It sounds like the Charlie Brown teacher. I mean, it's just absolutely, it doesn't make any sense to the ignorant insurance person, which means most consumers. I had a recent experience with, haven't bought a car in a long time, and I recently helped my daughter make her first adult purchase and went through the process with that. And I'm a finance guy. I'm an insurance guy. And oh man, I mean, there's some ignorance there, right? I don't understand some things. And I had to tell the guy, hey, whoa, time out, slow down. Let's take a deep breath and let's back up. What do you mean when you say X? And I had to ask that question. Most people don't do that. That's the problem. And so I think we have to think about the questions that they need to ask and answer those questions in a plain language way. It's not flooding. There's no water running down the street, whatever. My mortgage company said I didn't live in a floodplain. Whatever the reality of it is, is that there is just some misunderstanding about what it is. Thinking back to Hurricane Harvey in your area, there were so many homes that were devastated that 
that worked in floodplains, primarily because of construction. And drainage was not taken into effect when huge new areas were being developed. And I can remember going in and helping a friend yank sheetrock out of her house and and something was said about insurance and she said, well, yeah, when our house was built, there was no way it was going to flood. And I think this happens. And I think that we don't make time to have those conversations because we're doing other stuff. It's just different to pick up the phone and call your people and say, hey, you know, hurricane season's here. And I was thinking about it. We haven't really looked at your policy in a while. And I know in this hard market, you've got so much else going on and you are so busy. And the last thing in the world that you think you have time for is this. But it's amazing the difference it will make, even if the client says no, that you've taken the time to reach out and said, hey, I think we need to have this conversation because I want to make sure that you're protected. Going back to this whole idea of coastal and and this whole idea of development, that's just a reality. The reality of it is, is we look different than we did 50 years ago, 100 years ago in terms of property development around the coast. And we talk about, oh, the hurricanes are worse. The hurricanes aren't worse. I don't want to get into climate change and all that situation, but the hurricanes are not worse. There's just more insurable property in the path. There's just so much evidence of that. And the frequency, oh my gosh, we have way more hurricanes than we used to have. No, we don't. You can go back and look at the charts and they can chart them all. You can go pull it, do the research. 200 million people live within about 100 miles of the coast in the United States. That's that's incredible. Harvey was a unprecedented situation where a storm stalled and dumped so much rain in a very concentrated area in and around Houston, Texas, which has its own flooding problems in certain areas, even before all that development that you're talking about. And now the new development on top of it creates more drainage problems, more issues there. And we're dealing with whatever it became, a hundred year flood or whatever, hundred year event. And yes, okay, is Harvey happening again next year? It could, but probably not. We have to understand that we need to get get off of some of these bandwagons of things are worse and this is a problem. And no, there's just more people building more houses just like you. They love living close or in and around the coast. I don't live on the coast. I think I'm about 95 miles. So I'm within that 100 miles and I am considered tier three inland. So I think there's some mapping. There's some cat models that are going on that people that really know what they're doing are working on to really look at this because I don't consider myself coastal. Yet we have experienced three hurricanes in the last 15 years that came over us with cat two winds. And this This area was not near as developed as it is today, 50 years ago, 100 years ago. There's this this reality that we need to quit kicking the can down the road and understand that we need to update our industry and our messaging and our education and our own cat modeling knowledge 
to look at what the United States, the population in the United States, what's happened over the last hundred years. We're not all living inland on farms anymore. It's just not happening. And hurricanes pop up so unexpectedly. One of my visits to the Huntington office, I had gotten on a plane in Pensacola. We were in the air and we were rerouted to land in New Orleans because by the time we took off before we got to Houston, a hurricane popped up and we were not able to land in Houston. Now, keep in mind, we are weather people at my house. I mean, you know, we live on the Gulf Coast. I have a meteorologist as a father. I mean, like if there is anything going on weather-wise, we hear about it. And that sucker popped up while I was in the air between Pensacola and Houston. It's a new day. I'm not an expert climatologist, meteorologist, all that. But again, a hundred years ago, we weren't jumping on Southwest flights from Pensacola to Houston on a whim. It happens today. I jumped on a plane a couple of weeks ago to Kansas City with three days notice. We can move around the world. We can, I mean, COVID showed us just the craziness of like how interconnected around the globe we have become. And I'm just not sure that we've kept pace when it comes to the industry models, when it comes to things that we need to be doing. And and again, I'm on the distribution side. I'm not on the product side. I know there's a lot more smart people than me that are looking at this stuff. I'm just not sure we're going fast enough because the answer isn't going to be government-backed policies. We don't need more of that. We Flood can be a little bit of a disaster around that mechanism. We don't need property insurance going the way of flood insurance, where it becomes backed by the U.S. government and write your own home policies. To me, that would be disastrous for our industry. But our industry's got to step up. We've got to be better and we've got to help people understand that carrying the insurance is important and why it is important that you're carrying insurance. The adoption rate of flood insurance is extremely low. Why? Well, because people know that they're going to get bailed out anyway. So why buy it? And so we have some mechanisms there that are really causing us some problems. And if more people were buying flood insurance, especially on the private market, it could self-sustain itself. And so there's just a lot to that to be considered and how we're approaching it. And why does auto insurance work? Because everybody carries it. That's why it works. That's why carriers can be profitable with it. Maybe not right now, but normally. And that's why the price of auto insurance can be manageable and continue to be a manageable, affordable product to the consumer is because everybody has it. So when the pool gets bigger, when the spread of risk gets bigger, it works better. That's not happening with flood insurance. I want to go back to the idea of how to promote this to our clients. Something that I see a lot of insurance agents do is they send out a newsletter. Well, stop it. If you have the word newsletter in your subject line, people hit delete. They don't want to read newsletters. They just don't. Stop. Don't do it. It isn't to say you can't send an email or two or one a week here during this June, during this insurance awareness month as we go into hurricane season and do a quick, simple, not so fun fact, did you know type of thing. Same thing when it comes to your social media. I understand that some people, no matter how much we say video is fantastic, we love video, we're just not going to do it. And that's okay. Do those same not so fun facts. Do those 
that same quick education post with a great simple, simple being the keyword infographic, something like that. It doesn't have to be you talking to tell the story, but don't use a newsletter. Don't try to give them pages and pages of information. Small snippets are much more effective. I'm going to interpret for our insurance audience the consumer brain of Tanya to see if I say this the way that I'm supposed to say it because they don't know what you're talking about. So what she's saying is you can send a newsletter, but you can't send it as one gigantic monthly article and you can't call it a newsletter. Okay. So you got to take your newsletter brain and let's break it down and send a snippet a week, but we're going to call it did you know? Or we're going to call it something else that's really fun. And we're not going to call it a newsletter. And so if it helps you, call it what you want in your brain, but you can't let the consumer hear you say it because they don't know what you're talking about. It's a newsletter that's not a newsletter. And it's a little bitty, bitty snippet of a newsletter in an email. And it's called something completely different. Yeah, I think that's excellent. (laughs) Because as soon as you say you can't send a newsletter, they're like, well, what am I sending? And I understand exactly what you're talking about because I've worked with you for six years. By the way, congratulations on six-year work anniversary. Thank you. I was excited. Congratulations. You lasted that long with me. That's crazy. Woohoo! That's crazy. But I'm still the newbie. You're still the newbie. That's because we're like Hotel California and Integra is like Hotel California and you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. So my mom, bless her heart, the other day was talking about Hotel Baltimore and I was like, what are you talking about, mom? And she's like, yeah, you know the you know the song Hotel Baltimore and I'm like, I do not know Hotel Baltimore and she starts going it and I'm like, I think you're talking about Hotel California, mom, but I have absolutely no idea how she came up with Hotel Baltimore. But she did. God love Mama Queen. It happens. You know, the really scary part is you knew what she was talking about. It took about three minutes. You got there. That's a big deal. I'm going to leave us today with this quote from Ray Lewis. No matter the circumstances that you may be going through, just push through it. Attitude's a choice. Make a great one. Bye, y'all. Ready to get the ball rolling with your independent agency? Learn more at IntegraAgent.com. That's IntegraAgent.com. Thank you for joining us on IA Forward. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now or learn more at iaforward.com.